Let's go. Go, 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 You're so are. Yo. Yes. So, so I'm back. I'm back. I, I, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. <laughs> Yo, but it wasn't like as if you didn't leave motherfuckers with a dope beat to step to, because I was here the whole goddamn time, every time. Yeah, I mean, Popo coming time. through with the dope beats, you know, because <laughs> so, somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it, because uh, I can't always motherfucking do it. Yo, but, uh, this whole time, have you been playing Goat Simulator or some shit? Yo, it's actually hilarious because I know uh, we're uh, PSN friends, and so you get all those trophies that you see from Goat Similar. I still actually haven't played that game. That's the most confusing. I watched the boys. I watched the boys play that game, and not only does it not make sense to me, I have developed a theory about Goat Simulator and how that game was created in error. <laughs> like just, I, go, I, I go think, on. You know how like they how you got to create like the physics engine, yeah. you know, for a game, and then once you create the physics engine, you could build the game. I'm under the impression that whoever came over Goat Simulator was trying to create some game. Their physics engine broke, and they were like, "Oh, we'll just put like goats in it," and then that game plays like something where the physics engine is broke on it. Yeah. Well, it makes no sense because I think and if the reason why kids definitely fucking like it, like you said, there the physics. You can you can literally jump off a fucking building, go splat, and you get points for how asinine the the death was or whatever. But tell me, answer me this because I saw and again because I don't know if you know that you can make requests to watch people play. So I actually uh-huh. so the boys were playing yeah. and I saw the Goat Simulator Payday Edition pop up uh-huh. and they've been wanting that, but. I missed out uh, during Christmas. They had a big ass sale where all the DLC was like four dollars. Normally it's like mm. ten or fifteen, and we bought a, a few of them. But I didn't get paid because I'm thinking, well, I ain't gonna play it, so I'm not gonna let them fucking play it. So then when I saw that it popped up on yours, I'm like, either Verse is playing or he's letting his boys just ball out and do whatever they want. He don't fucking know the credit card stuck on file and they're buying <laughs> all this DLC. No, so we because we got the PS4 during Christmas and we did get paid in those levels during christmas so i didn't even know that that slide was the deal for him it was just like oh these levels are five dollars so yeah i bought payday oh so you got them on sale then good man good yeah man. so i got them on sale and then because i think they got all the levels except one of them yo we got I can't remember which except one. for a payday and some star wars one they don't even seem like star wars it's just space they got the space one and they got payday it's one other one and there's i told a, them, there's a zombie one the zombie one. I think Bro, that's the one because so, I, I keep them away from zombie stuff. So legit, legit, I feel like that game, it was just an engine that used for something else. There's a motherfucking side project and figure maybe someone will pay for this. And it hit. And then, you know, what's even more messed up, the Nintendo Switch, which obviously came out after all the most recent, you know, Xbox and PlayStations. And so when they re-release these games, they hit you back with another $60 ticket because they know kids love this shit. They watch it on the YouTubes. And, of course, DLC, come on, uh, $10. What's $10? And a kid don't know if it's fucking numbers. So, of course, what's $10? And the credit card's already on file. Bam! That's how they get you. Anyways, I sent a request out, and I didn't know if that was going to seem creepy or not. And then the boys were just staring at the fucking request. I'm like, bro, they're not going to – if the kids are playing, they're not going to fucking know and click on that shit and try to invite you. You know, they don't know you. Right. That's hilarious. So I don't know if you saw the pop up and wondered what the hell is this? Papa trying to watch us play, but uh, no, I didn't even see that. So oh, no, okay. I had to ask him about that because yeah, because they do know you by Papo. Okay. So uh, so that is that's funny though. 
Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because no, yeah, I'm gonna have to ask them. Cause, Cause, yeah, because I didn't know that. Then they, they must have sent me, or maybe I sent a request because I think I got one from Fortnite. And yes, I think they added you on Fortnite because they've been adding people because they're Kai's best friend. Uh, Darren has been, he comes by like once a week or whatever. And then they added each other on Fortnite. And then Kai's been adding other people from Fortnite or whatnot. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, Yo, they. I can't remember. I can't. We're remember, gonna have to do but, a little let's play, man. We we both we both got the technology and the systems, man. There ain't no excuse. No. <laughs> and I didn't played Fortnite maybe two times. I absolutely suck at it. I suck at all like the shooting games where you got to aim and shoot. I suck at them. Yeah, you gotta be on some precise shit. I feel you. I, I you, you just. I did see they have the creative mode or whatever yeah. it is where you're not actually fighting people. And just so I was like, shit. yeah, I was like, maybe I need to play that for a while so I can get my aim and, you know, work on my, my, all, all, all that goodness or whatever. But yeah. So. But one of the things just to get off this geeky shit, um, Xbox, they just allowed the ability to use a good old keyboard and mouse. And, you know, people who are, what do they call, um, uh, PC PC master racers, they uh they're all about the precision with my mouse and keyboard. And to be honest with you, I can't do it. It's uncomfortable to me. But I guess when it comes down to that aim game, apparently that's the shit to do. I don't I don't know. I can't call it. So I feel like that shit should be illegal. If you plan if you playing like crossplay has been a big deal lately, especially because PlayStation they they the biggest dick of them all right now. This this current generation, yeah. they got it unlocked. Switch is coming up, and I think they might have surpassed Xbox. But for the most part, you know they they king shit, so they don't give a fuck about crossplay. Um, Nintendo and Microsoft they tried partnering up together to bring Fortnite together and games like Rocket oh, League no. and shit like that. But because PlayStation don't really need to, they kind of they can give a fuck, and they finally introduced it. But the the one caveat or the one problem I see with all the crossplay functionality is that someone someone on a computer who spent probably five to six G's on this fucking rig, you can't tell me they don't have the resolution and the fucking GPU to make sure that fucking sixty frames per second don't skip a beat. Yeah. I know and those gaming uh computer gaming things yeah they 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 serious about that shit mm-hmm. so yeah that is kind of that's kind of like uh letting steroids in uh baseball and all that that's kind of unfair man like no nah, I mean, let them let them play with themselves <laughs> unless everyone's doing it because please believe if we, if we can have nfl blitz uh, you know happen in real life or mlb blitz and this every motherfucker's a yacked out sammy sosa and they just fucking swinging shit all the park and it's on fire when you see it fucking you know swing over <laughs> i don't know i would like to see that and I'm not a sports fan, but I want that shit. Speaking That's of which, right. where the fuck have you been at first? This is like, no, you wasn't playing video games. I know, mister, I've been on a motherfucking hiatus. So two weeks Haitian, ago. Huh? What's up? You Haitian? Oh, no, hiatus. I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you've been gone. Okay, my bad. No, so, uh, you know, mom's just staying with me. And so two weeks ago, she had surgery on her big toe where Ooh. they had to fuse it with one of the other toes. What? So they yeah. had a Weber feet? Yeah, they had to yeah fuse two of them together because some issue that she was having with her foot. So, um, so she had surgery like two weeks ago, and then so I've been helping her, and then also work has been a motherfucking mess. Oh my god, have I been working fifty to sixty hours a week, Ooh. and I'm still behind. So uh, I, get, I get pissed when I do fifteen minutes over, bro. <laughs> So now, so it used to be because I go in at eight and then typically when things are steady, I get out between four, four thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, 
past several weeks, few weeks or whatever, um, I'm in the office until like 7 p.m. I'm getting in at 8 a.m. I'm in the office till about 7 p.m. And I'm still like, um, I never leave the day called up. It's been that rough. And then even that's what, uh, you know, you hit me up last night. and was like, yo, we doing the show tomorrow. And um, I went to work yesterday. So yesterday, you know, Kai's in his basketball league. He played his game or whatever. After we got done with the, I think the game ended at like 1230 or something. And then I went into work. I could work from home because I got a laptop or whatever, but it's a lot of distractions or whatever. So I went into the office. I was in the office from 1 to like 7 p.m. And it's on a Saturday. So at, I don't know what time. At some point i was the only person left in the building and so the lights auto shut off and so i'm sitting there at work in the dark still 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 working because uh shit is real right now shit is real right now so that's where i've been uh one of those weekends i can't remember which one i missed because i had to work that day and then the other weekend um i burned out i woke up at like seven o'clock in the morning i got up i ate something after i ate something i sat down before I knew it, it was 1.30 p.m. I was like, I done fell back asleep. <laughs> burned out. Burned out. Well, bro. Like, but we back. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, man, you be having me chained to a to a desk and a keyboard or even oh. then just having a, you saying, punching the key. Like, the last thing you want to do is look at the motherfucking camera and keep talking. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's me being, like, once again, in the call center shits. Um, so, yeah. So, I Yo, feel you. It, and it's hilarious because I was telling I was telling Skips. So you've seen the movies. It's normally it's normally like in a romantic comedy setting, but we've all seen the movies where you have the person who they work that corporate uh, that corporate job and they're always at work and stressed or whatever, and they're trying to close that Johnson account and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then you know before the movie's over, they finally realize that this corporate life isn't for them or whatever, and then they end up quitting the job and then uh, eating ice cream and finding love and happiness or whatever. So that's what. I go through at work except the love happiness all the rest of that stuff at the end like it's just the stress of trying to close out the Johnson accounts and all that and so I was like I was I'm definitely living one of those romantic comedy movies without the romantic comedy (laughs) if anything it's definitely a comedy it's just it's a Greek comedy where it's fucking Uh, tragic because of the goddamn responsibilities no it's one of those dark comedies where someone commits suicide in the end it's one of those Because <laughs> matter of factly, and again, I'm not speaking nothing. I, I'm knocking on a wood table, make sure this shit don't happen for those that are, you know, what I'm saying, are uh, what's the word? Not religious, but uh, uh, superstitious. superstitious. There yes. you go. And um, this man, this kind of again, history have a way of repeating itself. You win the same similar situation. Matter of factly, at the same goddamn place, God bless it. And again, you were hitting these stress levels, so. Do you think, because again, before we, we thought it was a mixture of medications and whatnot, is there something keeping you stable on that point? Or is it just the sheer fact that because you're on that, you know, that on that good tip that the the worry no longer fucking avalanches over you and it's just a matter of getting shit done? So I think now I'm in a better place because so, you know, mental health issues, you know, still all that still around or whatever, but it's a better, I'm in a better place now for a couple reasons uh because skips did crack that joke she was like uh she was like yeah she's like this is kind of 2015 all over um but the difference is so i was telling her how like so back then uh remember the doctor put me on the antidepressants or whatever so i was on those and one of the things that i realized and that's why i think i'm more of a proponent now of 
don't use antidepressants, don't use the big pharma stuff. There's other healthier alternatives or whatever to find. Um, so I was on the antidepressants, and one of the issues uh, I felt with those was I think it made me more bipolar than anything back then, off of the oh, simple yeah. fact of— You didn't so, need it. So, well, no. So I needed it in a sense where I needed something to kind of help me balance mm -hmm. out, if you will. But the problem with the antidepressants is it— uh, it fires off whatever it is in your brain to make you think you're happy. So you're constantly like, okay, I'm in a better mood or whatever, but the issues are still there. And so they would like build up, if you will. And then I would have these like drastic mood swings. And I wasn't aware why I was having these drastic mood swings is because the issues were still there, but I'm taking this antidepressant that is tricking my brain into thinking that there's nothing wrong and so it's kind of the reason why everyone thinks i'm weird but like even though i have some right here i've tried to stay away from pain medication um unless i absolutely have to because my thought process is if something hurts if i'm in pain or something like that just deal with it and fight through it because it's telling you something's wrong with the body as opposed to if you're drowning yourself in pain medication, you're not going to be aware of exactly how bad the issue is. And if the issue is getting worse because you're numbing it with pain medication. So it's kind of the same thing. I think with antidepressants is you're numbing yourself with what actually is going on. So then you have the mood swings, so on and so forth. Then the other level to that mm -hmm. is one of the things that I learned over the course of these years, a lot of the issues I was having, especially when it came to anxiety, uh, two things was one, my stomach. I have stomach issues. There's no getting around that I got I got stomach issues. I actually missed work on Thursday because I got food poisoning, which food poisoning shouldn't normally not be too big of a big deal. But when I got food poisoning, my stomach stopped digesting or whatever, and it completely put me out of commission. I, I couldn't move. I had to, yeah, I was you constipated and whatnot. What's up? You were constipated? So no, it was I was going to the bathroom, but then my stomach was bloated, and then it's like my stomach stops moving, and when my stomach stops moving, it causes me to have a hard time thinking. And when I have a hard time, because my brain is always rapid fire, and then when I'm having a hard time processing information, then my anxiety starts spiking. Because oh. then that's kind of how it has to go somewhere. So it's, yeah, it's it goes somewhere. Off. Yes. Yeah. And how the brain works and how anxiety works. And that's always kind of like the joke for people with anxiety or whatever. So the brain stops uh, firing, you know, as quickly as it can. And then so then it turns into anxiety. And then the anxiety tells you, hey, you're about to die. Hey, these are the early signs of you dying. Hey, you're about to die. And you're telling your body, no, it's just my stomach. Is, no, I think it's death. I think death is right around the corner. And, yeah, and if you can't too. control that, that's when panic attacks start happening. Yeah. And it don't fucking help that we have access to WebMD at our fucking fingertips. Nigga, but there was a motherfucking <laughs> meme that had me cracking up laughing. And it was like, because they've been doing those memes where it's like nobody and then it's blank and then it says something and then it shows like a little clip. And so it was like nobody. And it's like nobody says this. And then it was like WebMD, and then it was a video of 21 Savage. You said, Nigga, you about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, yeah. Oh, can, 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 just the last thing, the last yeah. little thing that I got over, which is the difference of 2015 now, is energy drinks. Um, they need you to ban them. That was the other thing that was causing anxiety, was energy drinks. Yeah. So, I, mean, so I say all that, I'm in a healthier place now. It's just, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad for it, man. And uh, I guess uh, just on the end, rounding up the topic here, stomach issues, Monday, man, I never had such worse shits, bro. Like, I don't know. 
it, you know, and I grew up a lot, so I mean, it was definitely where it's coming from. You know, what I'm saying that, that has a whole lot to play. Uh, but dude, just like it, I wasn't kidding when I said it in the group text with, <laughs> with Travelord, like it was just I was just literally just I felt like I was just dumping water straight out my ass. So like. <laughs> and I wondered to myself, like, where the fuck is this all coming from? Now, I know so much of our body percentage is water, but I'm just like, seriously, like, I, I think I even quit my intake. I'm like, all right, well, let's see if this shit keeps going. Yeah, sure, what the fuck did? And I remember I thinking to myself, because I had to call in, you know, you only get so many sick days. I'm like, I'm yeah. already on the cusp. And I was like, man, I might as well get my, my brakes fixed. And, uh, yeah, so something with the, the irony of brake fluid, the Break not really going all the way. Asshole not really stopping. You caught in a leakage. Yeah, I'm, today's a better day. God bless. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. It was how the universe just brought everything together. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, speaking of uh, synchronicity and bringing stuff together, um, one group they came together and they came together a long time ago, and I am super late to the party. Um, run the jewels, Papo. I no, run the jewels LP. came out. Yeah, uh, shouts out to Killer Mike and LP. Uh, the group came together, what, like seven years ago, maybe? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. The, like, literally, the last time that they had made any public noise, and forgive me for saying this because I'm a definitely a fan, was when someone fucking remixed it to all cat noises of meows. Meow like, the so, cat. Yeah. Yeah. Or meow the jewels. Meow the jewels. Um, so I'm late to the party. Um, I, I, you know, uh, people don't pull my hip hop card. Um, I just listened to the Run the Jewels. They got three albums uh, outside of. Uh, they the also remixes. have the Meow the Jewels. Yeah, the remixes or whatever. But the three actual official releases. Um, um, that albums I have been listening to for the past three weeks. I have them on my Google Play playlist, and it's the Run, Ju- the Run the Jewelry in that order. I have it on repeat, and for three weeks straight, I've just been listening to all three of the albums from top to bottom. Yo, I've been sleeping on Run the Jewels. That's my shit now. Yeah. Oh my god. The um, what's now again? And forgive me because even though I'm I'm aware of it, I'm a fan of it. It it does have an aggressive twist to where I mean you kind of it is an acquired taste, and it, they say it in the music, you know, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. And I think, but I recently just resaw the video, and I feel so bad that I remember the name of the fucking video. But it's kind of like a Usual Suspects. They're in yes. that little lineup. I know what you're talking What's about. What's the name of that song? Got so that's the, the only issue that I have with Run the Jewels is I can't remember the titles to any of the songs because a lot of the titles don't match up with what they're saying on the song. Okay. So it's one of those where I'm having a hard time memorizing any of the titles. Now, I've listened to all three albums about eight, nine times now. Um, and so I love the fucking records and I know, you know, several of the lyrics or whatever. I cannot remember any of the damn titles, but I know which one you're talking about. Cause yeah, they did the whole usual suspects and that was from the third album. Yeah. Um, was it? It was, yeah, it was from last year. So yeah, was that last from one. last year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so, uh, no, yeah. So run the this so damn aggressive though, which again, I think it's part of anytime you have a quote unquote super group yeah. is that you not only is LP a veteran beatsmith, yes. like as far as rapping goes, I can't really recall. Mind you, this comes from a, a, a part of his commercial bias because I know that's not their level of appeal or what they're aiming for. So again, I wasn't too well versed on LP outside of his beat making game, which I was always a fan of his samples, his chops. I mean, all that shit. 
hearing him on the record sounds crazy just because it sounds like it's not like and for, and for like i love alchemist but you kind of you hear him and you know he he came from a I mean, uh, he's a producer rapper that example yeah yeah he, he's a producer's producer and a producer's rapper or a pr- rapper's yeah. producer kind of yeah. thing um but something about LP when he spits, it just sounds not only not saying I don't believe Alchemist, but you believe it, and it's more yeah. about a statement of whatever the fuck they're going through, which again adds that level of authenticity that's so lost, and maybe yeah. why they aren't your Drakes, which again I know they're not aiming for, but because they're just they too real and it's not something that's i don't know i don't want to call it niche i don't know what i'm saying no There's... no and i would say niche is more of a niche market or whatever but uh shouts out to kendrick lamar who put it best to pimp a butterfly he was like uh what do he say he was like uh if uh he was like if rapping really mattered then killer mike would be platinum like yeah. yeah it's that kind of shit but uh so run the jewels i was i was I was blown away by it because for one, yeah, the beats go super hard. They're not your typical just straight hip hop beats. There's a lot of like different elements to it. But when it comes, yeah. And when it comes to content, um, you got the hardcore rapping, you got the rapidly rapping. Um, then I've been impressed because there's a lot of political stuff on it. Oh. Um, not with, you know, it's not every single one, but it's a lot of political stuff on there. And then I was blown away on the first album. They have a song about doing psychedelics and what? yes, it's a song about doing psychedelics and killer Mike on one of the verses is describing yeah, um, accident shit. Well, so he talks about doing shrooms with a chick. I think LP oh. talks about doing acid on his verse, and then oh, Killer Mike on his. He's talking about meeting a chick at a club. What's up? Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm like, I'm like that white boy shit. But all of it technically, <laughs> I mean, I think about it. Um, but yeah, Killer Mike talks about doing shrooms with a chick, and uh, he's like, uh, she's like, "Have you ever done?" Uh, he was like, "I've never done shrooms, and I never did you. So maybe tonight we could do, uh, I could do two or something like that." And um, he talks about this trip, and he. He describes his trip about going back in time to Kemet and just a whole bunch of crazy shit. So anyway, I say all that to say Black I was thoroughly impressed with the range of the shit that they do. And I absolutely motherfucking love Run the Jewels and uh shouts out to LP. Um what is the song? It's a song on the second album and it starts off uh he says, Fuck the law, they can eat my dick, that's word to pimp. And every time I have a bad day at work on that drive home, I turn that motherfucker on. Fuck the law. They can eat my dick. That's word to pimp. And you can substitute law for anybody else's pissing you off. And I rock with them. I'm sorry. And again, this is for the culture. So is this a shout out to Pimp C from Texas? Or is this a shout out to those pimping? And, but you know what I'm saying? It'd be hard out there for such. Okay. Because I think Pimp C originally, I can't remember what record, but had said that, uh, fuck the law. They can eat my dick. And um, so so LP is doing a shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yo, I was going to say, too, one thing, uh, just going back to Killer Mike, um, is that there was no doubt listening to even even when i think back to when he was featured on a verse when outcast did their first um number one hits record and they had that song the whole world whole world yeah mike has been on some i don't want i don't want to say activist 
and and I know, mind you, these are the days when hip hop actually meant, you know, speaking truths and things you see in the streets and untold stories that unfortunately get lost in the media or you know whatever. We we, we couldn't have expected the media did into what it is now back then. But he's, I feel like he's always been on that tip. So, like, it, it makes so much more sense to, like, look back at the journey and think of him when he was um, advocating for, what's my, what's my dude's name? Oh, the Bernie. Jew, Bernie Sanders. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's no, <laughs> it's no question that the progression that we would see this in. And he, and I know, uh, I don't know if we're going to switch it up into into his new series yes. of content that he has going on right now. But I've been seeing him do promotions for it. And again, I haven't watched the new show, um, but he just hearing him talk about it. He was on the Joe Rogan. He was on the uh, um, Brilliant Idiot. Episode. You know what I'm saying? They, they, he was doing his little rounds. And it just it just impressed me so much as to be like, man, I want to hear more about this, man. And that's actually, so he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I was surprised because Joe Rogan's not a big rap fan. And uh, Joe Rogan talked about that at the beginning of the show. He was like, yeah, he was like, you know, me and my buddy drove to some other state or whatever. And he was like, he threw on run the jewels and we were listening to that nonstop. I was like blown away. And then uh, Killer Mike was on the breakfast club and had a real good uh, interview with the breakfast club where him and DJ envy had a segment that went viral. Cause they got into an argument about public oh. versus private school. Um, and through all that, I started, I was like, yeah, I need to actually listen to run the jewels. Cause they've been on my two listen to playlists or whatever. Such and then really quickly, pause for a second. Breakfast club was DJ envy pro private school. Yes. Okay. Yes. I figured. Yes. He was on that light skin shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Envy was super big on private schools and like, Oh, my kids get a better education being at the private schools where all the white kids and he's, he's just going to afford him, you know, better, better opportunities in life. And Envy was like, I went to a private school and my education, you know, got better. And then killer Mike was like, nigga, shut that shit up. You became a fucking DJ. Like, I don't want to hear anything <laughs> about that private school stuff. You grew up to become a DJ. Yes you became an entrepreneur afterwards but you you could have went to public school and became a dj and then um killer mike i appreciated his opinion because what he was saying is um he was saying from the black experience he was like he felt that black kids should be around other black kids until they're at least like 13 or 14 before they're introduced to a heavy white environment so then that way mm -hmm. they can have pride in who they are because unfortunately uh, being black and being around fucking white people yeah, you're gonna hear a lot of racist shit you're gonna to get you're yeah. gonna get a lot of racist shit and so yeah. you need to have pride in yourself before you're introduced to any of that and uh so that was uh mike's uh opinion then killer mike's uh other opinion uh with that was uh just that envy was kind of full of shit because envy envy was like well my kids still you know um experience racism at the private schools or whatever and then killer mike was like and yeah nigga you drop them off at school in a ferrari so he was like being called a nigga when your daddy drives a ferrari is completely different than being called a nigga in your own welfare like it's a completely right. different like so um so from there you know they were talking about the trigger warning and I end up, yeah, popping it on Netflix because I think the episodes are only like 30 minutes, if I remember correctly. It's only six episodes. And uh, me and Skips watched Trigger Warning. Uh, shouts out to uh, Wikipedia for the article. Um, yo, this this motherfucker was incredible. Um, not to, I won't give any spoilers, but just to give a quick synopsis. So essentially the whole thing is it's a documentary series as just him kind of exploring different issues in America that affect uh, the black community and just America in general. Uh, the first episode living black, he lives off of the grid. 
he's like, I'm only going to consume and use things that are made by black people for three days. And he realized how damn near impossible that is because white people control everything. Right. Um, on the second one was called fuck school. And that was when he was talking about the issues with uh, private school versus public schools. Um, he, then the third one, which I absolutely love was white, it was white gang privilege where he talked about how you have the uh, hell's angels and the hell's angels, you know, they sell mer- merchandise their corporation people you know respect them and buy their products and all that when the hell's angels has been known for killing people no one cares about that so he's like well you know what i'm going to go ahead i'm gonna take the crips and the bloods and i'm gonna turn them into a marketable marketable brand and he created cripacola in blood pop and he is selling coca-cola one that's designed for Crips, one that's designed for Bloods. And he was like, for the people who are like, oh my God, you can't promote the Crips or the Bloods. He was like, Coca-Cola has killed more people than the Crips and Bloods combined. So miss me with that fake outrage. <laughs> Yo, I laughed really quickly. You mentioned that because it was on Brilliant Idiots. Again, another Charlemagne produced joint. And I think some bitch tried to bring him a Pepsi. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm from Atlanta. I can't drink that. <laughs> don't drink that we on that cripple cola i don't even drink soda but when that motherfucking cripple cola hit the market i will be buying me some bottles um yo and then the oh what's up no um just no continue brother <laughs> and then the uh fourth episode was uh new jesus and um it was kind of how people accept uh jesus Jesus. has been white and so he was like you know what he was like i ain't really with that so he was like we're gonna create a new jesus so he created a a a black jesus and he created a new church to see if he can get people involved in it i heard that actually worked it worked Yo, they had some good points. No, don't don't was, give me no spoilers, though, because I, I wanted to watch that. Yeah, yeah, so no spoilers, no spoilers, but I will say I, I will join the, the, the Church of Sleep. I'll, I'll, I'll rock with them. And then, I uh, the fact that it's called the Church of Sleep. Cause Church of Sleep. Yeah. Yo, yo, all praise to, all, all, all do, wait, all do praise to sleep. Um, wait, and is, then, so is he, I can't tell, is he atheist or, or is, does he have, uh, like, oh, a christian background? Because I know he has a christian background, I'm saying... Does he no, does he state where he's at? Or? I can't remember how deep he got into it, but no, I don't think he's atheist. I think he's kind of similar to me, where believe in God, don't believe in religion. It's one of those right. things. Like, um, yeah, because I know and, he got mad about his about his grandma. I think falling falling uh, prey to the white Jesus. So. Yeah, and so that's the whole thing is just you're you're praying to these false images and then getting upset at other people for praying to false images. Just it's kind of contradictory, but um, the guy but no. yourself. <laughs> and then uh, and then he had outside the bots uh, where he created a super group with a bunch of people from different walks of life to try to put a song together and. <laughs> That one went wild. And then uh, finally, Kill Your Master, uh, he created a new Africa, a new community, and he was trying to separate himself from America to have his own sovereign nation. And um, anyway, I say all that to say, check out Trigger Warning with Killer Mike on Netflix if you haven't. I hope this becomes a reoccurring thing. I hope he keeps doing this because um, it was just, it was dope. And then like one of the episodes, he performed uh, one of his rap songs at a, a nursing home for old white people. <laughs> and so he got up there and performed 
one older white gentleman in a uh, uh, electric wheelchair, motorized wheelchair or whatever, was uh, highly upset and end up leaving the the uh, the you know area or whatnot. And then uh, some of the people were rocking with it or whatever. They were like, oh, okay, okay. And then at the end of the performance, he had a conversation with the people, and uh, some of the people were like, oh well, you know, we don't understand the cussing and the the different things like that. And then he broke down the lyrics to the song. And by the end of the breakdown, these people were fans of his and were like, oh, my God, I'm going to go ahead and have to listen, like, listen to your music and check this out. Because, again, it was all of them. They were concerned in the beginning because, oh, it's that rapidly rap and they're cussing. Yeah. But then after he performed and then explained all of the lyrics, they were like, oh, yeah, we agree with that stuff. It's like, exactly. It's just because I'm a black man and I say cuss words that all of a sudden oh that's that gangster stuff like oh i gotta stay away from it but no yeah. we're saying the same thing i just say it differently so uh the series is dope man check it out you mentioning the performance for old folks that reminds me of a skit and shout out to cardi b and all her her recent success she had did a skit where she went to old folks home she was performing and come on now a little bunch of old racist motherfuckers seen uh, i'm saying they can't tell whether she's black or latina shaking her ass singing a song like you can't say it it, it ain't going you know what i'm saying uh it, it's gonna be a bigger hit more than anything else especially because she played that celia cruz sampled song like it like that or whatever yeah no, I like it like that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? All the old folks are kind of dancing because that's something that even in its heyday still triggered its way into mainstream music. So, again, the resurgence is like hitting multiple demographics at once. So, uh, really quickly, I'm just laughing because I, I remember this old man trying to get up on her booty. Like, he's like, I haven't felt uh, blood flow for my dick in generations. You know? <laughs> but uh, going back to. The influence and Lord forbid, you know. I mean, I want my, I want Killer Mike to get main state like capital success. Being on Netflix is definitely a, a, a be- one of the most best uh, mediums to to jump off from. Yeah. Especially, you know, whether or not they paid them much shit for it. Regardless, it's such an easy ease of access because most people have it or can get their, their connection to it. Now again, Lord forbid we got a situation to remember NWA. They was form they was shaping the minds of the youth and we had to get the FBI involved. Fucking easy, easy, yeah. dark black ass had to beat go to the White House himself to talk to fucking Reagan. You know what I'm saying? That might have been when they slipped the motherfucker the AIDS. You know, who knows, right? Yeah. We look at Pac. You know what I'm saying? They had obviously he got ousted and whatnot. And I can't really think of any other and I'm trying to think of rap figures that have made that much noise. noise. In a sense to where it, for those that believe it's just noise, then, you know, they'll ignore it. But for those that, again, are able to fine tune, decipher shit, figure out, oh, man, they're saying a whole lot more. And people, for the most part, especially, I get mad, especially at movies. Real recently, I I bought the DVD for the Queen movie. When I saw it originally in theaters, I was geeked Mm. the fuck out. I'm a big Freddie Mercury fan. It all seemed like a masterpiece. I get it. I'm more comfortable. I already got it out of my system. You know what I'm saying? I, I bust that first nut already. I'm more calm, more stable. Now I'm able to, you know, appreciate uh, uh, continuity and how they edit and all this shit. I'm realizing, man, they're just chop, 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 giving yeah. you all these key points. And then you realize that, oh, man, this shit seems very sloppily fucking pieced together. Like once the, the magic of, you know, once the, like, what does it say? Like once the, uh, the uh, honeymoon. The lore. Yeah you know yeah the lower honeymoons or whatever once that shit is out the way and all, all you all you have is the actual content itself you're able to break it down and be like oh this is kind of this is kind of corny so in that same essence for those i, I feel like 
those who listen, unless you truly are just the fucking the baba black sheep of, of, of everything, you want a little bit more substance. You want to be able to dig into something a little bit deeper and get the, the main nectar out of it. Just how, again, Run the Jewels, it's more of an elitist group because if you wanted bubblegum shit that's going to be easy, easy listening, you're going to go somewhere else. This is yeah. somewhere where you're a master of both, you know, all the crafts to where, you know, you appreciate it more. What I'm trying to say is if that were to happen and, and he gets where he, where he should be uh, to more, even more masses and Lord forbid they try to, I don't know, find a way to exit him out for the people that were influenced into the, both the message and the change that needs to come from knowing this information. Cause they say knowing this half the battle, right? Yeah. Do you feel if that were to happen, and I know it came, it took real long to come full circle with this bitch, but do you feel like, is that considered cultural appropriation or is that just logical thinking and acceptance if someone were to, I don't know, like the, the, the what makes the marketing for Drone the Jewel so perfect, especially when they did that cat shit, the internet millions yeah. of, upon millions of views and videos are based around cats and animals and shit like that. And, and I think LP is a cat person. I don't know about Killer Mike, but for that to be like a, a logo or like a um, what is it called when they have a, a like the Suns? They have the gorilla, a mascot. A mascot, yeah. Like, and again, so getting having a kitty mascot—that's just fucking perfect way to set the internet on fire. So again, it's gonna bring in a lot of people. Do you feel like for people to embrace it, would that be considered cultural appropriation? Especially if you know some bitch is wearing the t-shirt like like she was wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt, as if the bitch was listening to seventies rock, you know. Before that, I don't think so because I think uh, typically culture appropriation is if if someone's trying to take the culture and make a profit off of it without being part of the culture and at its expense of the culture so like iggy azalea miley cyrus are two good examples or actually using miley right now because she kind of went full circle she's a good example of it in the sense of how uh she did the bangers tour and oh look yeah. i'm surrounded by all these black women with big booties and look we're making all this ratchet mo uh, music and oh we're doing all this stuff and then after the um then after that stopped selling and that wasn't working, then she switched over to the white music and the she's no longer bag. surrounded by black people. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's all positive songs and all that. It was like, oh, I'm no longer with those people. And kind of the same thing, Justin Timberlake, that, or not Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, that was culture appropriation. So, but he, so his issue was he started getting black if you will and he was hanging around with that one kid that was in young money and he was getting to all that trouble so on and so forth and then he cleaned up his image by like oh i don't know uh beeper oh, okay and then he was like oh he was like you know i'm not hanging around with that same group of people anymore i've cleaned up my image and it again was oh i'm not around those black people anymore so now i'm you know i'm not wilding out and so that's more so so chick wearing a run a jewel shirt i mean you're just kind of you're attempting to be an ally if you will but if you try to take the run the jewels message and try to flip it around and benefit off of it when you're not part of the culture and you're just kind of watering it down that's more so the issue but okay uh, no in my i do have concerns about killer mike if he does completely cross over and become mainstream uh if they're gonna try to get rid of his ass because uh yeah they are notoriously 
known for uh when 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 black people start talking that shake up the industry type shit uh that's when they shut them down shouts out to the grammys that happened uh a week or so ago and they begged drake to come to the grammys drake ended up winning a grammy for best rap song uh drake went out there to do for God's plan. Okay. Uh, Drake went out there to do the speech, and during his speech, he was basically like, yeah. The, cut him off. Yeah, so he went out there, and he was like, yeah, so these Grammys don't really mean much. He was like, as long as people rocking with you and supporting you, that's all that matters. This Grammy doesn't mean much. They cut his mic off, went to commercial. Uh, so it was one of those things where, Drake, please come here. Drake, please come here. And then Drake showed up. It was like, yeah, the Grammys is kind of bullshit. This is just a whole bunch of white people in the back just picking who you know they rock with, and Grammys was like, nah, shut that nigga the fuck up. So once you start talking that real shit, they don't fuck with you anymore. See, and he likes skin. So, which again, and you know, and please believe, and uh, obviously, I think you were one of the first. You between the two, you definitely were Team Cardi before before either of us. So definitely, you know, what I'm saying that. Yeah. I know you, you called it, and I couldn't have definitely if we're seeing because Invasion of Privacy was definitely a dope ass record from from it not only having bangers, it to also having the sentimental joints that it seemed so fucking real. It gave every bitch an anthem, you know what I'm saying, to put their finger in their fucking man's face, maybe even dig it into the goddamn forehead, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And like that that's the power of Cardi. Now, at the same point though, it's like songs like Money, which again perfectly timed after the whole fiasco of her falling out with uh, whatever the fuck that Migos guy's name is, uh, baby sad. daddy husband, and she again came out saying, "I don't need the deed, I need the money." So and that's never. I haven't heard much more of a. And again, and I say the term loosely because she's not really saying to go jump on random dick, but that's a whole anthem. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. if, if I ever heard one. You know, more subtle, less O to the Ho, but still an anthem of the source nonetheless. And I'm curious because the Grammys, again, they 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 gave her her Grammy. Nicki Minaj, of course, bitching about saying that she, you know she's had uh, been hating on or something, whatever the fuck. People don't like her. Yeah, you know, so there's there's definitely a clear visibility of you know who seems like a nicer character, who's and, the villain, who's the heel. And it comes down to. Cardi B uh, is part of the machine, whether she realizes it or not. And that is the thing is that the, the industry has dubbed Cardi B as the new one. And the industry isn't fucking with Nicki Minaj, similar to the only reason why Drake, I think said that shit that he said during the Grammys. Um, Drake has never been super fight the machine or anything like that. But I think Drake is saying that because the thing that is starting to become apparent is the industry is attempting to move away from Drake and they're trying to give it to chance the rapper. Really? So the yes, the machine is getting behind Chance the Rapper, and the machine is getting behind Cardi. Okay, that so that's sense. the reason why Nikki is wilding out the way she is, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why Drake is starting to talk that shit that he's talking. And because obviously they're in the same camp, so I mean, I don't know if it's if you can't have one, you can't have all, but most certainly. And real quick, talking about Nikki, shouts out to Nikki's tweet earlier today when she said, "Last time I ain't swallowed the nut, I got pregnant." So she real. Shouts out to her. <laughs> God bless her. See, and again, she's on that real shit, which I can't be mad at completely. Never, never mad but at that. She's she doing the Lord's work. She is she doing is. the Lord's work. And she's telling these hoes, hey, 
if if I if I'm the queen, then who the hell are y'all? Go suck that dick, girl. But again, in that very same essence, and this is what I feel again is part of the machine's allure is that because we put this person at the forefront, because we've all publicly, without having to have some kind of a Illuminati ceremony in the public eye, we're passing on the baton and we're showing you who the fuck's on the throne. Again. And it's and it's difficult to have a rapper with clean subject matter that isn't a fucking Christian rapper. And the last Christian rapper in the news is fucking uh, goddamn comatose uh, victim <laughs> since the age of three. So like, yeah. you can't really you know convolute the two. But at the same time, do you feel like that's just okay because the machine's behind her? This is a way to kind of keep poetry alive, and you know allow that to be okay allow that again because it's not like she's going to say out there go read and you know what i'm saying and further your yeah. education not giving that kind well, of message i think one of the things so i think her music is as over the top and raunchy as it is because she was a stripper right yeah and so i don't know the reason why the machine jumped behind her i won't say it's necessarily to promote hoism i think they just there's a clear connection with the audience and with her like there's a clear like she speaks and people listens or something about that uh, but then the other thing that um i bring up with cardi is outside of the raunchy lyrics that she does so on and so forth the other thing that she started to do which a lot of people are rocking with is she's been mad political over the past three months on twitter and it has been lovely so much so a lot of people are like she needs to they need to give her some type of show or some type of platform so she can talk politics uh because regardless of you know she I hope they don't give her a fucking jada pickett at facebook live circle fucking type thing i hope that they put her on the main or stay you know what i'm saying yeah but it's just she uh yeah she seems to be political at this point now and um it's been brilliant it's it, it yeah it's, it's it's positive and so hopefully that this is something else the growth uh because shots out to meek mill meek mill since the whole jail incident has grown his last album he showed a level of maturity not on every single record but there's a level of maturity where oh meek's waking up he's been doing prison reform and so on and so forth 21 savage before the whole immigration thing or whatever 21 started getting on his he's thinking on another level trying to and so I I appreciate that the rappers nowadays, even if they're gangster rappers or former drug dealers or former strippers or whatever, um, outside of the music, at least they're trying to progress as people and try to make change. So there's some positive positivity with it. Well, fucking it, and, and I think that's what kind of creates the attention that sometimes will give you the oh he fall out the country. Are we going to talk twenty one later? Yeah, and, oh, I don't even think I had. Yeah, I don't even oh, think I had twenty one on the docket. So yeah, we can talk about them now. Well, regardless, you know, you know, I know it's been the news everywhere, especially it, it, which has also upset me because the fact that it's a fucking rapper. I'm saying twenty one Savage recently getting media's attention because he got deported. We found out, well, not he didn't get deported. He got detained by ICE, right? We found out he was from some kind of colony from Great Britain, somewhere yeah. in the UK. We you know found out was, that when he said he was a blood, he really meant that he was a red coat. <laughs> fighting over the tea and here we are spilling the tea via microphone no and 21 21 and what what, what upset me because did you remember were, were you there to witness the beef with uh, demi lovato yes and i'm actually keep going because i'm trying to bring up the meme yo the funniest meme was the one with ike turner tell me that's the one you're gonna pull up 
Well, no, I was bringing up one that um, I shared on the Facebook. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook.com slash Arizona Soul Podcast for all those yeah. great memes. Should Yo, seriously. You niggas internet. Yo, the Facebook page is very popular. I suggest everyone go and visit that because you won't be disappointed. Now, there, there was a meme, though, where it goes, everybody on Twitter, uh, you know, LOLOL or LMFAO, whatever, uh, Black Twitter, snapping on 21 Savage. Then it goes, uh, Demi Lovato, uh, at Black Twitter, you guys are hilarious. It's my favorite thing since Super uh, during Super Bowl. Black Twitter, and then it has a picture of uh, that picture of Ike Turner just giving that him. look, the, the one that I sent you in our <laughs> little group chat. And it's so real. That, uh, mind you, for the culture, I can understand she's Latino. She's just this pop Disney spitch that recently, you know, came off of fucking being Odin and shit. Like I can understand the hate for it, but at the same time, it upsets me the fact that. Most of these motherfuckers won't give a fuck about immigration and who and who the hell ICE be detaining. All of a sudden, we got you know what I'm saying uh, a blood of sorts. You know what I'm saying a hoodlum for damn sure. You know what I'm saying Wait, who someone who fucking Hillary Clinton would have called the super thug without yeah. a damn doubt, and yet tears. Uh, fucking Jehovah trying to give his legal re- representation, which I definitely want to fucking hear what kind of fuck deal that he had to force him on. He pulled a fucking Suge Knight with Tupac with, with uh, 21 Savage. I know it. He, we we ain't got to make news about it. It had to have happened. Why the fuck would he give him legal counsel? And why is everyone so concerned about deportation? Now, and it was just for him. He paid a $100,000 bond to get out of, you know, and mind you, you have the money. Why, why not, right? You don't have to be t- detained. I think about all the other motherfuckers that had to deal with this shit that definitely would never, ever have that kind of outlet or that kind of scapegoat or, you know what I'm saying, be able to get out of it. So it just, it, it heated me. Because I don't give a fuck about, about my people. My people are wetbacks and spicks, and they get fucking heat hold the fuck out of here every chance that, that, they, that they get caught. And, you know, good riddance, right? But at the same time, I get so mad that we made such a, a red carpet for this motherfucker. And it's not like he's... TK Franklin. It's not like he's just someone yeah. spitting gospel trying to help people. No. Well, so I will say so one thing is I think like I was saying earlier, 21 over the past year has shown some growth where he started off as this like, oh, that motherfucker's a killer. And then it was like over the course of the last year, it's like, oh, he's starting to wake up. Kind of similar to unfortunate. Etzet's Tentacion was a a menace, and then that last year before he got killed, it was like, oh, he's starting to wake up. Like, okay, he, you know, it's going to take a while because he's still a young kid or whatever, but he's he's going to do something positive or whatever. And so, twenty one started, you know, growing as a person. Uh, Jay has been. That's one of the things with Jay that I don't think Jay gets enough credit for because Jay did do this with helping 21 Savage. Uh, Meek Mill, when Meek Mill was in legal trouble, he helped a whole bunch of shit with Meek Mill. Um, Even going back in time when the fucking uh, uh, Columbine massacre happened, a lot of people don't know, uh, Jay-Z donated millions of dollars to the families in the Columbine, for the Columbine victims. What's up? Wait, Columbine, as in the one in Colorado? Back yeah, in the school shoot. Back in eight, yeah. Jay-Z donated millions of dollars to those families. Same thing with 9-11. Like, Jay has oh, been... days, for real? <laughs> yeah. Jay has notoriously been behind the scenes this. doing... So, yeah, look up, yeah, the Columbine <laughs> with Jay-Z and the 9-11. Jay-Z donated a whole bunch of money. So, it's one of those things. Jay-Z has been doing this for, like, a long fucking time, but he doesn't, like, we're used to the braggadocious shit that he does, but he's been on his political shit, in a sense, for a while. But, um... 
no one thing i said because uh i did see some people who on twitter were saying that like oh you guys weren't this upset when you know the kids were in cages or whatever with ice and at least Man. on my timeline the same people that were upset about the 21 savage shit was the same people that were upset about like i saw the same level of outrage the whole time but for whatever reason people got upset when they started like backing up 21 but going back to the demi lovato thing real quick uh because one of the things because a lot of people turned into a race thing it was like oh they just hated her because she wasn't black or whatever no the part that was missed was it was the timing of it so when that shit first came out that morning about 21 savage getting detained by ice all of us in the morning and the afternoon were cracking up laughing because it was like, wait, I thought he was from Atlanta. What do you mean he's from the UK? And then that's when all the red coats jokes started happening. So on and I didn't so see forth. any of those. She was hilarious. Yeah. So it started in the very beginning. Everyone was laughing because it was the shock of, wait, he's, wait, he's not from Atlanta. And so, you know, everyone's getting their jokes off. Towards the middle and later on in the day, going into the evening, the consensus on Twitter started to change and people started to wake up like, okay, wait, he got detained by ICE. Like, wait, this is fucked up. And then it was around when the 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 wave and how people were talking about it changed. And people were like, no, we're upset about this. That's when then Demi Lovato came out and cracked that joke. And it was like, we're over the joke. Like, you you kind of missed the timing. We're off of the funniness. Now we're on the outrage of what's going on. And so it was, unfortunately, her not being part of the culture. You missed that. Like, if she said what she said earlier in the day, no one would have cared. But you said that at the time when, no, now we're upset. We're in the morning stage yeah. of it. And she was just out of tune with what's going on. But uh, no, shouts out to the – yeah. And shouts out to the Twitter or the Facebook fan page. This was my favorite one. Uh, Twitter breaks news about 21 Savage being deported by ICE. Everyone uh, creates and laughs um, at 21 Savage memes. Demi Lovato uh, came out and said, I'm enjoying these 21 Savage memes more than the Super Bowl. And then people cut her off. Shut the fuck up, you booger, sugar, sniffing crackhead, bitch. <laughs> and yo... This meme went viral on our page. A uh, little insight for the for the listeners. Uh, this motherfucker reached 1.6 million people. This shit went viral on our motherfucking page. So we had a, it was a massive massive hit. And uh, yeah, it had like over it had like over 24,000 shares. at one point uh 1.2 thousand comments or whatever. I was on it just going through the, reading outrage or whatever. But uh shouts out to uh motherfucking again, follow us on Facebook fan page. Uh it's popping over there. Our 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 reach is now like a million to two million a month. Uh with the should have never gave you niggas internet. But uh again, yeah, Demi Lovato just unfortunately she cracked the joke at the wrong motherfucking time. Like, okay, it's not it's not funny anymore. And you kind of missed that. And then also fuck Tommy Lauren. I know we ain't supposed to be saying her name uh within the black community, but fuck her when a year ago Wait, a year from Fox? was up. For Tommy the, isn't that the, the former the, bitch like, from Fox the, days? The fake uh Megan Kelly chick. Yeah, young yeah, yeah, chick. Okay. She cookie cutter Megan Kelly bit cunt. Yeah. The year or two ago, whatever, trying to show that she wasn't right racist, she showed a video where she was singing twenty one Savage song, one, two, three, four M's in my bank account or whatever. Then when the shit happened with twenty one Savage or whatever, and then she came out with one, two, three, four, you got deported, some bullshit like that. What? And <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. And again, that's the reason why we don't fuck with you and that racist bullshit. You could miss me with all the, oh, I have had a black boyfriend and oh, I'm not racist because I listen to rap music. No, the second it fits your agenda, you're going to start shitting on black people, black and brown people, because that's what the fuck you do because you're a racist piece of shit. So uh, again, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. You know how many times I got BBC in my life? Yo, so what was the deal? Is, is Gucci going to be for the, the main topics for the next episode? Yeah, we'll get that. Yeah, another one. Yeah, we'll we'll okay. we'll dive a little deeper into that. Okay, because um, I was about to say, man, Katy Perry was doing some of the same shit, but I'll bring it up when we bring it up. Oh yeah, we'll thing. get into that. Yeah, I'm uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. But uh, or actually, technically, the people who are listening to this, this happened. That happened like a couple days ago. So we'll just yeah yeah. Because technically, I mean, not everyone pay attention to the news. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there, there's a reason why shows like us need a mainstay. You look at um, what was it last week with John Oliver? You know what I'm saying? There's so much that happens throughout the week that we don't pay attention to. Like I literally have to dig into the into the weeds sometimes to find some of the the topics that may or may not ever make it to our. our <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things that we just we wouldn't hear. About. We wouldn't read about it. Might be a headline for like a, a brief second, but we live in such a, I don't know what kind of time we live in now. Verse where it's just on to the next one. It's it's it's, it's, it's mad quick. It's always on to the next one. And uh, no, speaking of on to the next one, did you see uh, in uh, that news that made you go, oh, what the fuck? You see this uh, half naked woman was arrested for masturbating in a restaurant, and then she picked up where she left off in a squad car. She looked like. <laughs> no. Yeah, she looked like she looked yeah, like she was trying to get a rock star. She's like, "Wait, y'all gonna arrest me for that?" Did this happen on the East Coast? Uh, so, and that was the part I was confused about. Oh no! So, ah, would you look at that, Texas? It's always oh, Florida, chaos. Texas, or Arizona. Really quickly, um, throw back to uh, I don't know how many seasons ago when we had announced there being some kind of masturbation station that was traveling around all around Manhattan. Yes. there's a reason why that shit didn't happen there because they got masturbation stations, and here we are, fucking. Built up, pent up with beautiful weather. Say, you need those masturbation stations. This wouldn't be happening. Now, uh, Texas woman was arrested for public masturbation. Uh, she picked up where she left off uh, once the police arrested her. Uh, Dovey Nichols, who wasn't wearing pants when she and her vibrator grabbed a seat on the patio of an Austin restaurant, was arrested for indecent exposure on oh, Tuesday. Uh, the Yo, general... you look at her, you can see the hipster bitch on her. You can tell she watches her cooch with crystals. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure it's not the not the freshest of scents. Uh, the general manager of JW Marriott Hotel reportedly notified staff members that he spotted her with her legs straight up in the air, spread open, <laughs> pleasuring herself with a silver object. Uh, he could hear Nichols making moaning, moaning, moaning noises as uh, she was having an orgasm. Um, now, the police arrived on the scene where the 26-year-old woman was still getting it in. Uh, she stopped her motions, put her hands on the table once officers approached. Uh, they put her in handcuffs, placed her in the back of the squad car, where she began to repeatedly rub her growing back and forth on the plastic seat moaning uh they're arresting officers opinions they even without the use of her hands nichols was still trying to gratify herself even when asked to stop nichols continued to do so for the duration of our encounter hey um, okay 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 so uh shouts out to her she's just trying to get her rocks off and people's hating just yeah hey, let her get her rocks off 
Yo, speaking of shout out, shout out to Form Dedication. It's Ellie Dawn. She had posted a meme saying, "For all the little girls that weren't dry humping the couch when they're little, don't 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 know a damn thing about how to ride the dick today." And when I read that, I was just like, "God damn!" Like it, it sounds fucked up because you know you're young, you're innocent, you just happen to you know do little things to you don't know exactly what happens. You just know that when you create friction, you know what I'm saying, you get some motherfucking beautiful chemicals that, that arise, and to, and to think that that's where it starts at. I mean, if you think about it, so men lock up your daughters. <laughs> don't let them learn shit. Let them be socially awkward so that hopefully a dick just scares them away or they scare away the dick. No, and I remember uh, there was a movie I saw when I was younger. I don't know why I saw it when I was younger, but uh, it was called like Live Nude Girls. And it was a movie. It wasn't like a porn or anything like that, but it was uh, a movie. And I want to say it might have been Marissa Tomei. I'm going to try to Ooh. look it up. Uh, it was somebody that was on it. But I remember there was a part on there where her chick was talking about how she learned how to masturbate when she was like fucking five or something like that because she was humping her Dr. Seuss book or some shit like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, we all learn at a at a very young age. Yo, I think it's if, if you for any of those who have Netflix, highly recommend the animated show called um, Big Mouth. Big Mouth is uh, oh, I think produced. I haven't watched it yet, yeah, but I've seen it on there. Yo, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, they're fucking hilarious. And and I forget who plays this little black girl, but she's this little nerdy type and she has like one of those Oh god, and it, it's sickening because it looks like a fucking worm, and I think that's how it is in real life too. It's like it's like this glow worm toy where like the cheeks they light up and it's like a plush toy. But the top of the head and the bottom of the tail, you know, are made out of plastic. So you have this okay. smooth plush, and then you have, like, this harder plastic tip. So if you think about it, kids who go to sleep snuggling with their fucking teddy bears or the little blankies or whatever, you know, item that they have for, for sanity's sake, could you imagine, though, like, again, having this little hard part that's at the bottom that's in between your legs incidentally, and... I mean, that's an early masturbation tool for damn sure. And I'm wondering, of all the years of studies and surveys and just, I mean, shit that we've been rocking from the 50s and all the psychedelic experiments, you can't say that we haven't figured that out and also made this a point, uh, almost like a rite of passage in a real fucked up way of bestowing onto the kids, just like how we do cowboys and Indians, not only creating a culture and, and racial divide, but then again, um, putting barriers of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and again at the same time, kind of holding these little young thoughties up into you know into future you know thought professionals. Like it's it's a it's a fucking I don't know it's mind boggling and it scares me. And again, it's meant to be funny because hey, you can relate. I'm like oh yeah, I had the same toy and yeah, you know whatever it did this this and that. But I almost feel like it underhandedly, underlyingly shows and kind of and crops the next group of generations no or no i think i think we're just sexual i think i think we're just sexual creatures and there's no getting around it you could live in a white box with no access to any information or any outside you're still gonna learn how to masturbate because we're just sexual creatures now it reminded me though and this is one of my favorite books shout out to you Sets at Dawn by Christopher Ryan. I actually think um, it should be required reading once you get to college because it kind of explains the sexual evolution of humans and so on and so forth. One of the craziest stories in there, you're talking about toys, is that one of the first electronic devices ever sold was um, a medical tool that doctors 
used and um it was for women with hysteria women would be acting weird they would come to the doctor the doctor would use this medical device on them to uh help them get over their hysteria and then eventually over time eventually over time they started selling it where they can take it home that toy was a vibrator what the women who quote unquote had hysteria would come to the doctor. The doctor would basically use a vibrator on them to make them orgasm and it would make them calm down. And that was one of the first electronics <laughs> ever sold household items. And it was a medical tool. And yeah, I learned that from sets required reading. Everybody should check this out. Christopher Ryan. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It, it explained a lot about the reason why the world is the way it is. It's the reason why people are have, that's the reason why humans have a hard time being monogamous because we're actually not monogamous creatures. We just are trying to pretend to be civilized or whatever. Um, it, it's fucking left or, or hoish, uh, you know what I'm saying? Forefathers. Yeah. It's, it's so again, like with humans, the best way to understand how humans started is by going back to hunter gatherers, the people who are not in cities, look at the hunter gatherers, because that's how we were for hundreds of thousands of years. And so if you watch how hunter gatherers move in these civilizations that are untouched or whatever, you see how we as humans develop. And that's the whole thing. When you go back to uh, the hunter gatherers, um, it's women run society, not men. It's, it's women run it and then there is no such thing as marriage or anything like that and then there's actually no such thing as paternity if you will a, uh, a woman within the village has a kid and that's where the phrase it takes a village to raise a kid because it's no it's not oh this kid is that woman and that man it's that this kid is the village's kid and it's everybody's job to raise this kid and that's where that phrase comes from or whatever and so again this yeah I recommend, highly recommend people read this book. A lot of, a uh, lot of knowledge on how we change the society. So, fucking okay. your yeah, <laughs> message, message, message. Yeah, so much I know. And, uh, it's speaking of some people that haven't called up. Uh, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was, I was gonna say that the, they're speaking of the. I was just thinking about the toys again. Still thinking about the masturbation toys. There was a Harry Potter one. <laughs> What? No, no, I was fucking with you. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying, no, this is not, there is a there is a Harry Potter wand for those you know Harry Potter. He's a magician. He has a magical wand, and it, it vibrated. And apparently, it sold off the shelves because uh, you know people were using it for ma- as a masturbation tool or a vibrator, or whatever like that. Think about it; those shits being pretty expensive. So you can find one for four ninety nine at your local Walmart. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Recently, I was at the dollar store, and like I, you know, they either have total fucking knockoffs or they have shit from fucking ten years ago that you figure must have fell off a truck somewhere, and here it is on sale. And I caught one of them joints. Somebody got some old stock. Yo, for sure, for damn sure. And thinking to myself, man, this shit's come a long way, making you know little girls to fucking overage women with fucking cats and fucking cigarette butts all over their asses while they fucking squirt, and here it is selling for a dollar. Maybe even more. I didn't fucking check. It was a dollar general, so I'm sure it was a dollar. And I, just, and I just thought to myself, I should put this shit on eBay. And then, of course, I was with my baby, so he was fucking terrorizing down aisle full of glass and plastic. So I just changed oh, that. But yeah, but I was just like, fuck, I should have gotten it. It's, I'm sorry. Terrible, terrible. I don't know. Terrible, why I'm terrible, terrible. I know. Speaking of terrible, shouts out to uh, the very oh, fine folks at uh, Fots and Friends. Uh, did you see this dumbass uh, Pete? 
Higgins, Higgseth or whatever. Um, basically, he was on Fox and Friends and admitted that he hasn't washed his hands in 10 years. What and the, the reasoning behind that, because he said that germs are not a real thing. He's like, oh I God. can't this, see this them, the therefore they're not real. Yo, see no evil, speak no evil. Yo, really quickly, before we go into the story, when I went to go get my car fixed this past time, uh, the first thing on the fucking news was the Fox. I didn't know Fox, I forget, because I don't have fucking cable, that Fox has like a million bajillion channels, similar like to CNN. And I don't know if this was like a kind of Fox channel that jumped to different Fox stations. And it's so creepy. Look at that, bam. Everyone always has a fucking, has a white bitch with cross legs. Right, panty shots. Oh, of course. Yeah. And it's Jedi so crazy. That's legitly a Jedi Fox trick that is on every station. Because every time that it would switch over to another fucking cavalry uh, colony of fucking white people, it was the same brunette and fucking blonde bitches with miniskirts. And the dudes are so fucking brony and fucking asinine and douchey. And I'm like, yo, they, and then you can tell they're living their best life. And then, you know, with the beautiful scenery around, it's just like, man, how could you not, how could you not, ha- how could this not be a recipe for fuck you, white power? Anyway, exactly. so yeah, it was, it was a very uncomfortable fucking sit while my asshole was leaking. And then, so here I am fucking, my ass was puckering up because I'm like, oh my God, there's obvious racists around me. And then, but still not puckered up enough to fucking stop the leakage. Fucking, it was, it was very... Very ironic day. That's all bad. No, and I was trying to find because this guy, dang, I can't find where it's at, but this guy, the Pete Higseth guy, I saw somewhere that he has something to do with healthcare. Um, oh, no, here we go. Um, yeah, so this guy who doesn't believe in germs was a finalist to lead a VA medical system that cares for 9 million people. So again, this is the beauty of uh, Fox News and uh, and Republicans and shit like this. You have this guy who doesn't believe in germs, who's going to run healthcare. Um, you have Betty DeVos, who is um, not educated, trying to run education. Then you got uh, Ben Carson, who's running HUD, clearly just because he's a Negro. Um, this is how this is this is how they do it, and that's uh, part of the reason why we're in the the, the mess that we are in. But uh, yeah, shouts out to uh, Fox and Friends because uh, yeah, I guess they don't wash their hands because I mean, if you can't see the germs, they don't exist. I mean, gosh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can't see them, are they really there? Yo, are we going to be talking about the measles on the next episode? No, and actually, we can get into that right now because uh, that is the thing that kind of adding on to that is motherfucking 2019. We have seen a explosion, and uh, the motherfucking measles is back, Papo. The measles Yo, is back. What is I going th- on? I thought that was like the one of the most easily treatable, fucking non life threatening shits that we can ever have oh you know it is when people fucking vaccinate when people (laughs) take these these shots when they're younger and different things like that so then they don't get these diseases so i am a person who i don't do the flu shot uh just for a simple fact of now that i'm older and i'm fucking in my 30s or whatever um when i get the flu shot i get sick when i don't take the flu shot i don't get sick and that's just been a reoccurring thing for uh some time now or whatever the whenever i do get sick it's normally uh some type of head cold where i i got the ear issues or wherever my ear gets infected that's when i get sick um but i typically don't catch just whatever the common cold is floating around now i say all that to say the vaccinations as you grow up 
is important. And then you have these people who are on the whole kick of, oh my God, you know, well, people get vaccinated and they get autism. Um, I would rather the kid have autism than to die. And I would also rather that well, than the case of fucking, this is exactly what's going on. The measles is coming back. Polio is coming back. All these fucking diseases we eradicated like damn near a hundred years are coming back because people don't want to fucking vaccinate, want to vaccinate themselves. Cause some, and the unfortunate part about it is the original doctor who came out and said all that shit about all oh, the vaccinations call all cause autism so on and so forth that dude later on end up losing his license and end up coming out that he fudged those numbers the information that he put out but unfortunately we as a society we hear that headline in the beginning but we never get the follow-up information okay. so everyone still goes off of that initial report that he put out when then later on he came out and admitted that he was incorrect in his findings but we are still stuck on that original report See, now, I'm, I'm of both minds, which is what makes shit dangerous and, and forever non-evolving, unfortunately. Uh, but with the measles, because, again, it, it came back with a fucking vengeance to where it killed, what, over 100,000 kids? One of the fucked up things, and again, and this goes along with polio, too. There's there a lot of polio cases where, again, something's easily treatable, something we've been fucking shitting on since the 50s. How the fuck the shit can turn come around and turn around now is 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 ridiculously or too crazy to contemplate They're, especially on the east coast kids were dying of like flu-like symptoms excuse me it has been such a fucking crazy thing to, to think a fucking cold something is basically a fucking flu something that comes every year that has to be uh, you know pretty big and badass to continue and, and us either not cure it because it's more profitable to kind of give the the temporary solutions you know what i'm saying that that that, that can be one thing and it, which means it only come back stronger and stronger right because eventually we're gonna have to fucking uh our bodies won't be able to fucking to take you know the same old same old just like when you take ibuprofen too long you gotta switch it up to i don't know tylenol or, or whatever Something, fucking thing yeah one thing that that, that i don't get and I'm wondering, because I know we reported on this maybe a few seasons ago, that we had found um, some kind of fossil that had the Black Plague in it. I don't know if you remember that, but the fact that Wait, we have these fossilized items that, again, oh. carry the fucking Black Plague, to think yeah. that that shit could still be alive, I don't know how many thousands or hundreds, I don't, I don't know how long it's been since the Black Plague. Regardless. That was the Middle Ages. Middle so Ages. that's been hundred years. Yeah, hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. So for us to be able to find this bitch in a fossil, I don't know if again, because it's probably way too deep in a conspiracy theory to think that we took a little bit of sample and it's been getting passed along, you know, in the underground railroad of of you know fuck shit that's gonna affect us all as a society. So I, I won't I won't get on all that, but it, it is a trip that the anti-vaccination thing supposedly they're saying is also being triggered by like russian spam bots so if you think no 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 for real think about everything's it russians. everything's russian everything's russian again it's another red coat scare shit but if you think about it though if it if that had any kind of influence on the 2016 elections and again just throwing little nuggets throwing little seeds throw, you know whether it be a tweet or whatever source because remember once something has become big enough to where it's a google search pop up you know right when you, when you enter information in we're gonna go off that shit like it was fact we're gonna go off of that like oh that's the most common that's what everyone's talking about we're gonna take that shit as law we're gonna take it as concrete and it's gonna again shape our minds because all we need is that fucking headline that's all i needed i can quit searching now but I will say that, and there's no kind of getting around it, but I think that's unfortunately the people who do only read headlines. Now, I typically 
what I try to do, I see something, I see a headline, and before I react on the headline, do a little research. Yeah. Um, and dig a little deeper or whatever to confirm. But that is the problem with society today. Um, news is moving by so quickly that people are just reading the headlines, reacting, so on and so forth. Now, I will say, though, um, because, yeah, there's the whole Russian bot thing. I recently there was a thing with uh, Kamala Harris, who's running for president, who um, had did um, she had said something or whatever. And it turned into a whole hashtag on uh, Twitter, uh, Camilla Harris uh, rap bars or whatever. And they were making fun of her so on and so forth. And then I took that hashtag and I posted that that hashtag was created by Russian bots. And I started getting a response of people who were like, yeah, see, I knew this was created by Russian. That was a fucking headline I just created from the podcast (laughs) website. And people were like, oh, see, I knew that was Russian bots. No, nigga, I'll just I just said that. (laughs) We're in a weird place right now where the Internet is fabulous because you could look in and you could research and find out more information uh, the the information of the entire world the history of our existence is all right here on motherfucking the internet but then also there's access to a whole bunch of bullshit on there where if you're not digging deep like you you have to careful, you, really yo and actually and shouts out to neil degrasse tyson because he put it best um we live in a society with scientifically a scientifically illiterate people and that's the reason why he's big on stem um and it's what science technology engineering mathematics or whatever um if you keep it, if stem you, research okay yeah so not stem cell research <laughs> but yeah stem is yeah science technology engineering yeah. and um mathematics, mathematics if i'm not mistaken now if you learn that and you have that way of critical thinking or whatever you could weave through all this quote-unquote fake news bullshit because you can think critically by taking this information and then dissect it and then come into a conclusion as opposed to just reading headlines and i think that's the problem that we live in today you have a generation of people who grew up just watching the news they watch the news every day and this is what the news is telling me so this is what the answers is um and we as individuals, you need to learn how to think critically. So you have the fucking Trump generation, uh, these people who voted for Trump. I don't agree with them. A lot of them were pieces of shit, but I understand the ignorance that they're going through because they grew up on Fox News who told them everyone who doesn't look like you is fucking dangerous. They're not doing any type of critical thinking, so no wonder they fucking grew up to be racist. Yeah. Same thing when you have some people who grew up in um, uh, Texas or some of these rural environments where they're not around any black people, and then they watch Fox News and they only see black people as, you know, bad guys. So, of course, when they run into a black guy in person, oh, he's a criminal. He's It's their unethical educated and they're being taught by news who's just force feeding them information or whatever so that's why you got to promote stem learning with the youth as they grow up or whatever so they can learn how to critically think on their own you give me some information and i'll do my own research i'll come to my own conclusion other than you force feed me this is how it is because uh that's just that's kind of why we are at where we are in society because people find their their bubble this is my bubble of information and you give me all of this and that's all i'm gonna listen to i won't hear anything else that's the reason why um and actually killer mike brought that up on one of those episodes on trigger morning he was talking about how you have these people who okay i'm a christian so i'm only in this bubble oh i'm black i'm only in this bubble oh i'm republican i'm only in this bubble and no one's talking to each other and that's the reason why there's no fucking information because everyone gets in their confirmation bias of no it's only this it's nothing else this is what i know 
And social media doesn't help with them, man. Like, uh, and, yes, uh, this, this happened again with Facebook, but even more recently with my IG, it was just a f- the fucking same fucking four people, and like literally, it showed me like the weeks worth of shit. And I'm like, where the fuck is everyone else? That I follow thousands of people. How the fuck is yeah. only four that I'm seeing here? And it was just it was fucking mind boggling. So of course, how could you if what's coming at you? You know what I'm saying? Is is di- dictated or directed by some kind of algorithm? So it's like we kind of we're defenseless in the in the essence because we can't help it. Yeah, and that's why yeah they call it an echo chamber, and that is one of the dangers of social media is that oh I have an opinion. Um, I'm a befriend people on social media who have my same opinion. Oh, you said something that I don't agree with, so I'm gonna block you or remove you from my friends list. And then every time you know some bullshit comes up, oh, oh, black people are monkeys, and oh, all my little racist friends agree, so that must be the truth. You're living in an echo chamber. You're just following it's confirmation bias. You're okay. just only dealing with people who you agree with, and that's why. So social media helped me on the opposite end and like me and Skips, we still joke about this, talk about this all the time. But the first argument we ever got into in our relationship, it was about gay marriage. When me and her first got together, uh, something came up. It was some gay marriage bill that they were trying to pass. And I was like, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman. Cause in the Bible, it was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. I was arguing she was like why do you give a fuck about i never knew you to be like that bro so yes so and that that's what i'm saying so so it was a lot of that and then it was a lot of she was like why like why does it matter what like gay people are doing like what does that have to do with you it was like well no they should if they're if gay people are going to get married they need to give it a new name like that's what i was on now over the course of the past decade um and i attributed um a lot to podcasts and that's the reason why i got into podcasts and why i fucking love podcasting is that um it shouts out to one of the earlier the two early podcasts that i got on that kind of helped me kind of see things differently and there's layers to this um but one was joe rogan um there's a lot of shit that joe rogan says that i don't agree with but I like listening to the Joe Rogan show because his he's, he's, what's up? <laughs> I said his guest. If it wasn't for yo, the popularity his guest, and the guest, I wouldn't. Fuck. Yo, his guest is banging. His guest is banging. Uh, but a lot of it is that, so me and Joe, I don't, I don't agree with Joe on a lot of things, but Joe, ha- uh, whether he realizes it or not, he's very eloquent in his ideas. So even if I don't agree with it, I like how you explain it so I can hear why you're thinking the way that you're thinking. And so then that way I can try to find a middle ground with you. Like, okay, like, you know, I don't exactly agree with you, but I can see from your opinion why you would believe that. Okay. You know what? I'll agree to disagree. We'll leave it at that. Um, And so that was one. And then the other one uh, earlier on in the days was the black guy who tips Um, shots out to them. It was the same thing where they, the black guy who tips has a whole bunch of guests on their show, but it's not famous people it's a whole bunch of different people in the world and it was through the black guy who tips who um that's where my opinion on the well actually it's two things but that's where my opinion first started changing on transgender people because i remember there was an episode that they had and it was uh it was a woman who biological cisgender woman or whatever and then there was another person on there terminologies man so being technically you know scientific yeah, you got to though you got to 
Um, and then she was in a relationship with someone who appeared to be a woman, uh, but she was transgender. She was female to male, where she was in a female body, but Mouse she, female. you know, felt yeah, yeah, felt that she was a man. And so I remember the first time listening to the episode, I kept rolling my eyes and getting upset at some of the shit that she was saying because I thought it was just complete and utter bullshit. And then I had to ask myself, why are you getting so upset? Why are you getting so upset about her saying something that has nothing to do with you? She's saying how she feels. Why are you getting so upset? So I ended up listening to the episode like three or four times. And after getting through it like the third or fourth time or whatever, I finally came to the conclusion, you know what? Maybe I don't know everything. And she, because like one of the things she talked about is how she grew up and she grew up and she had a vagina and she always felt this like phantom penis. Like it always felt like she was missing something down there and she felt as she got older and maybe when she went through puberty or something like that, that it was going to grow. And I remember thinking I was complete and utter bullshit. Then I had to put myself in the shoes. Well, you know, how am I going to tell her that that's not what she felt and what she's going through? Because I am someone who, and I, I always use the transgender thing and I always equate it to synesthesia. I have synesthesia. I listen to music and I see colors and shapes. And you don't know how many fucking times I didn't got into an argument with someone who thinks I'm completely and utter full of shit. Like you're making that up. Yeah. How are you going to tell me what I'm experiencing? And right. so it was through that. I was like, you know what? Maybe. And that's when I started to realize that maybe just because I didn't go through that doesn't mean that other people aren't going through that. Just like I have synesthesia, other people don't have synesthesia. I can understand how if you don't have synesthesia, why that makes no sense to you. It it, it makes sense to me. I, I get it. I get why that doesn't make sense to you. So and I didn't realize with good. synesthesia because someone no. someone from work had actually had something like that. I know that look when you're asking for a little oh, something. Can I get a little hey, coffee? Little, little, hook me up, mama, please. And uh, no, some lady had this, talking about her synesthesia, and instead of it being shapes, apparently it's faces. Like people, yes. there's levels. I didn't realize there's levels to synesthesia shit to where it's not Bro, just a. It's, it's so many levels. It's we scientifically can't prove how, like, so, and that's the thing. There's so many different types of it. And then there's, um, everyone experiences it different. Cause even like someone who has the same type of synesthesia as me, where you listen to music and you see colors and shapes, we're not going to see the same exact thing. And that's the reason why science can't really break this down. And then there was a book. I know it's up on my bookshelf over here uh, where uh, it was called taste the universe or something like that. And they kind of went into like all the different types of synesthesia. Like there's, there's an infinite amount of different types of synesthesias and just all kinds of shit. There was a guy who, uh, one of the ones that I, I couldn't imagine this, but as every color he sees, the different colors have different emotions. So like, let's say, and I'm just being very vague, but let's say when you see the color red, it invokes anger. So every time, and you have a red bill on your hat, if I had that type of synesthesia, I would have a hard time looking at your hat. Cause every time I see that red, it's going to make me angry. Just like the color blue. Bulls. Yeah. Just like the, the color blue. Every time you see the color blue, you would get upset. I would have a hard time looking at this website over here who has this banner. We're blue. Cause every time I see blue, I get sad. And he talked about how he can't go to like paint shops or anything like that and go down owls where there's a whole bunch of colors. Cause he's overwhelmed with emotion. Cause he feels all these, those emotions as he's looking at the colors. And so that's the thing like with synesthesia, it's an infinite amount of layers of it. So it's hard to kind of scientifically break it down. And then to kind of bring this back full circle, 
It's the same thing on the other end with the LGBT community and with transgender and all that. You have male to female. You have uh, female to male. You have some people who are uh, non-binary. You have some people who you have men who cross-dress. They're not transgender. They just cross-dress. They identify as men, but they like to dress as women. Like, there's layers to it. And so, and that's why I kind of equate it to synesthesia. It's, It's layers to it, and you can't really tell other people how they're supposed to feel just because you don't feel that way and it's the same right. thing with fucking white people who are like oh racism doesn't exist because i don't i i'm never oppressed and it's like yeah that's your experience that's not everybody else's experience <laughs> and, and and that is part of the ignorance that again it doesn't allow you to to see beyond anything else and um when i did fuck, i wonder what, what i what i call the one of the soap opera sessions that i did um a dude who i was working with um he was a Irish white man, which again, you know, oh. they they refer. Uh, did you ever get to listen to that one? <laughs> no, I remember we had a conversation about it though. Yeah, and it just you know they can consider themselves the, the n words of, of white people, but regardless, um, he just did not understand, could not compute the clear differences, all because we're technically on the same level job wise, and he's yeah. cor- he's correlating that to, you know. The fact that, you know, God or the universe hasn't given them any, him any more breaks than anyone else. Yeah. And I, I had a, you know, I don't even know if I ever fucking sunk in because I just figured, fuck it. Well, let's go full racist then because you're not going to fucking understand the difference. And, you know, of course, the audience is going to be able to to picture and then graph. OK, well, I, mean, I, I would hope too when, when when I get as ridiculous as I do get, it is not only for parody's sake, but to show you, look how asinine I'm being. People. There's going to be people that are going to fucking 100% support that very fucking notion, and we want those people to to support that. We want them to be fucking loud and proud, and we should have a fucking pride parade for, you know what I'm saying, even the most fucking misogynistic and and homophobic, because that way we could put them on a fucking, on a little, a little, a little, I don't know, parade of sorts, and to showcase, look, those are those people. They exist. They look just like everyone else. You wouldn't expect it. But, uh. Yeah, I hope that doesn't get lost upon people. And message. Yeah. No, and I, I and I always argue that's the beauty of the show is that this show, the Arizona Soul Podcast, uh, once known as the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast, um, it's a jarring, it's meant to be a jarring experience. And it's meant to be um there's because I, I I would argue that the show isn't liberal it's not conservative it's not it's not one label it's it's a lot because even with uh you know you have some the 21 what's up i said just cue the 21 a lot <laughs> a lot, lot. that's um, all i can remember from that song a lot J- cole had a good verse but a lot that's all i can remember a lot but uh so like you have some views that are conservative and then you have some views that are out there uh outlandish I have some views that are um, liberal and then I have some views that are progressive. Like there's, there's not just one bubble way of thinking with everything. And that's, and actually shouts out to uh, Blitz who uh, me and Blitz uh, had a conversation. Uh, Cause you know, me and Blitz work together. So, so after 88 years uh, we get to actually communicate with each other, you know, cause I'm trash. I, I don't get out the house. Uh, so, uh, you know, we talk at work every so often and um, he kind of talked about that. He was like, yeah, he was like, that's one of the things I like about the show is uh, he was like, 
you know, I listen to this show, you know, Blackout Tips is one of them where this show is super liberal. And then I can listen to you guys and you guys have a completely different take on some of those things. And so it's kind of it's that it's that different way of thinking it's expanding the knowledge or whatever i think that's one of the things that this show brings to the table is that um yeah we're not fucking cookie cutter uh you can't just label us as this or that uh we have a different way of thinking and a lot of it might be because we're fucking arizonians i was just about to say we're we're, we're cooked different that? and it's just the the world is different for us arizonians I, I get shit. The wife gives me some shit because she she comes from Midwest, from Chicago, and upon growing up, especially again, I've native boy man through and through. Never, you know, even though whether I I visited, I've never fucking left, right? And I, but upon growing up, upon from listening to music and the influences that I had, for whatever reason, I always took myself to have, or I believed that I had like an East Coast state of mind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or, or so, you know what I'm saying? I projected out whether it be because state property was, you know what I'm saying, wasn't expensive at Burlington or because Mo's death just happened to tickle my fancy as opposed to whatever the fuck everyone else was listening to. I've always had and I get teased because apparently when I was when I would do uh, some of the solo shows, apparently my fucking my my jaw started talking all crooked, and you know, said so I was trying to put on some kind of Brooklyn uh, uh, warm half ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, <laughs> don't, and I don't know how that comes out. And again, and, I, and most def definitely was probably one of my biggest influences coming up. Not so much the Black Star stuff, but just him on his own because yeah. just it was all him. It was I don't know whatever. And I, I've always noticed me kind of falling back to that, and I can't explain why I would do that. I, I, and again, I, I'm, I'm definitely sure I have some kind of fucking schizophrenia that at least communicate with one another. You've seen Split, right? And I no, have all these different personalities. What you talking about? Yeah. Oh, definitely fuck with it. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fucking suck uh, I'm a young Samalong's dick. You know what I'm saying? For too damn long. What's the twist? But yeah, there's always a twist. And, in, and the, I, I can give a fuck about those twists, even though you wait for it. But it, it, the premise was this guy had these personalities, and there's a certain uh, the way that he explained which personality was in charge was who was sitting in the seat, who was in front of the light, the light mm. being the heavens or the light just being the, our souls through our eyes and whoever is in, in charge at that time. How, how would you, how, and mind you, I'm not, I don't know. I've never been uh, labeled schizophrenic and Lord knows that if someone would ever question me, I'm going to fucking lie about it because you know, you, we, we contain our mental illnesses to, you know, you know, keep sanity or to obviously not be put in label, thrown into a padded walls or Lord forbid, not be able to work and pay your goddamn bills. You know, you do what you got to do. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, all the fucking voices in my head, they communicate pretty well together, even though, you know, one might talk out the ass a little bit more and get get the other one in trouble. At least we all realize we're all in the same boat. Nigga, you my accomplice, you my accomplice. <laughs> you was with me too. Uh, I, I think we're all, um, I think all humans are a bit schizophrenic and it's just a matter of how you control those. Because even like I heard people say the whole thing of, Oh, I, you know, I, I talk to myself. I just don't answer myself. Nigga, I answer myself too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'll say something. I'll be, oh man, that was a good point. Like, yeah. So, Fucking oh well, <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, I think we're all, all a tad schizophrenic. Okay. I know. And, and I'm uber distracted. So skips <laughs> came into the living room and we got Amazon packages. I'm curious if any oh. of those Amazon packages are mine. No, none are mine. So 
so you got all the riches and I got no riches. Mm. Um, I got who, I got some Amazon packages. Home, the bacon. First, are you trying to get misogynistic on the ass? I completely have all the bacon right here. There's clearly bacon right here. So I did bring home the bacon, even though Skips may have cooked it. I did bring home the bacon. Is that turkey bacon versus a very important no, turkey bacon? That's all oh, I okay. fuck with, man. Turkey bacon is a hit. But um, no, for real, none of that's mine. I do, I clearly think that box is mine because I'm expecting something today. Uh oh, I see skips. They all say skips. Oh no, no, I think I got a package. Is that mine? He got so, the package. I think I got the package. Are so. we talking about R. Kelly later? Speaking of which, no, I don't even have any R. Kelly stuff. Yo, so you know, you know, he has another fucking sex tape out, right? So I oh I did get my package. I'll go into this in a second. Um, so I will first off say that uh, that was not an R. Kelly sets tape. That was an R. Kelly rape tape. Oh, he's a rapist. Sets tape is between two consenting adults. That was rape. But yes, Yo, R. Kelly is trash. But I did hear about that. Now, one thing I will say, okay, um, that I have a problem with, and. It's and unfortunately it where we're at with fake news and certain things. So I heard part of the the, the rape tape. Uh, he they're saying on it, oh, there's some good 14 year old pussy. I have a hard time believing <laughs> that that was said. On the, I have a very hard time believing that they said that on the video. It could be true. I have a hard time believing that. Like, oh, we finally got the tape because they set the age on it. Like, <sighs> sound like BS to me. Uh. All right, so I'm a little confused because, you know, in pornos and, and videos and such alike, usually part of it is, you know, the, the fantasy, right, wanting to create some kind of illusion and and whether or not people want to admit it, uh, Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande, it's every fucking pedophile's dream, you know what I'm saying? You get someone that's of age, legally speaking, it's okay, but they're tiny and fucking petite, like just something that's very fucking wrong. I mean, I don't know. I, I would imagine it's the same reason why middle-aged men go off fucking college girls because, you know what I'm saying, they ain't nothing small like it that can, I guess, be uh, legally speaking appropriate. But at the same time, wouldn't you fucking think that if, especially because, man, I don't know how it happens. I don't know how he gathers these girls. I don't know how it works. But I imagine that it's all going to be porn-like. It's all going to be fucking fantasy-like. And, you know, I'm pretty sure when, when they do, like, the sex bus, like, most recently, for every Super Bowl, there's always some kind of uh, sex trafficking bus. Because, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying, where there's money, there's also pussy being sold and fucking written and leased and then rewashed and recycled again. All but I'm business. <laughs> money. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? Okay, Cardi B's teaching all these hoes, you know, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? You got to sell what you got to do because it's all about the money. If these niggas can't pay your rent and they can't make you come, you know, why not do all both? But, it, again, makes me worry. It makes me wonder if he just, he was lost in that moment and just, like, being the dumb fuck as he is because he knows he paid top dollar for it, I'm assuming. I can imagine, you know what I'm saying, that that line could have been thrown in there. You know what I'm saying? You're fucking, you're projecting whatever porn-like illusion that, you know, porn does, and I don't know. But at the same time, that does sound like, like a fucking really whack uh, so out there, you know what I'm saying? We need that technicality. We have it on a recording kind of, kind of shit, but yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. even though R. Kelly is not intelligent, I have a hard time believing that he's that fucking stupid that with all the shit that's been going on for 20 years or whatever, y'all going to say the age and they said it was like it was said repeatedly. I don't know. I just I hope that he finally fucking we finally get justice and R. Kelly like 
gets thrown in jail. Like I, I canceled that nigga a long time ago. I didn't need that documentary to cancel him. I've been not fucking with R. Kelly. Um, but if that is the yeah. case that they, ooh, fourteen, but if he did fucking say that, I, I, I hope. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm wondering this because I'm gonna pull up an R. Kelly song from his most recent album called "The Buffet." I have the deluxe version here in my hands. Um, but I'm, I'm curious though, because one of the you're saying that it was repeated a bunch of times. I'm fucking wondering, could it be possible that there's a whole mess of other motherfuckers trying to get on the train too? And of course, all Kelly, because he's the bread and the butter. He gets first dibs on everything. I'm wondering, it did actually be motherfuckers are taking their turn. Like, oh yeah, this really is some good fortune. You know, person like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, what is it? What is the C word? I conclude or I, uh, what is it when you confirm? Uh, I, can't, I, can't I know what you're talking about, but yeah, good word. You know what I'm saying? You know, they might have did the whole where's what's the whole fucking DDLG community where they do the daddy daughter weird oh. set and it could have been one of those. So yeah. if he gets off on techni- technicality, I'm pretty sure that's what it's gonna be. But either way, fuck R. Kelly and his rape tape. Uh that nigga no. needs to go. The I wonder so look, because you're saying that he'd be smarter than to put it out there, obviously. I I would you would hope. hope. You would hope. Right? You think he's a grown ass man. Motherfuckers in his fifties. You would think he'd have more fucking sense. Did he not create I believe I can fly? You would think he had a little bit more sense. But at the same time, dude, in all of his songs, a lot of his songs, even fucking bump and grind with the most notorious songs that uh you know of them all, he's fucking saying, My mind is telling me no, because I know this is motherfucking illegal, but my body my body is telling me, yeah, like you, you can't say he hasn't been conflicted since the I, jump. I, I just want to know, like, if he like beats the case again, if he's going to come out and then he's going to re-release Ignition, but drop like a remit 2.0. This the remit to conviction, hot and fresh out the. I wonder if he's going to do something like that. That I'm, I'm, I'm he, quite he should, because you know what, I uh, just like unfortunately people were downloading r kelly's music all over again when all this shit popped off in the documentary i ain't gonna lie i wanted to contribute and add to the numbers and i was playing remix to ignition the fucking kids love that goddamn song it's just it's a fucking banger and yo and shouts out to the boondocks who might be making a comeback possibly um the aaron mcgruder guy um released a new comic strip because you know started off as a comic strip before it became a cartoon and so he released a new comic strip just to kind of see if he still got got it and one of my favorite parts of the comic strip was uh he had uh it was the grandfather and the grandfather was at home and his radio the music was playing or whatever and ignition came on uh (laughs) remits to ignition and then he ran over there he's like oh man he's like i don't play that r kelly stuff over here and he went he changed the song and they started playing michael jackson's thriller and he's like oh i can get down to this and it was hilarious because it was like they're both rapists (laughs) but we're mad at r kelly now not mj but because he's going allegedly it's all allegedly but and there's the yeah there's another documentary that came out from that shit so again yeah it's so we'll see how that one goes try to prove the truth really quickly so one of my favorite songs unfortunately is the only song I, I kept from this album is called um marching band so r kelly's the buffet deluxe version has a song called marching band featuring uh, sir juicy j and I'm going to read to you a couple of suspect lyrics, and I might Mm. be wrong. You might need to fact check uh, the meanings behind these shits, but the opening line, which is my favorite, is like, she she like it on her chin like a violin. 
Anyways, that's just the part of like, but then he goes, and she be dancing like a majorette. Now, I don't remember correctly, but weren't majorettes little girls and like in the little gymnastics outfits that they would do like synchronized dancing? Well, I'm gonna look that up. If that is correct, this motherfucker is throwing out there that she dancing like a majorette wetter than a river and I'm diving in splash. So it's fucking ridiculous that he has that fucking line in there. Cause then later on, he then after he's after talking about TKO and the pussy like Mayweather, he says, Beat it like a drum. It sound like we had a jamboree. And when I think jamboree, isn't that where the little kids again, it's a little kid reference about fucking dancing and yeah. you know, just doing musical numbers. So mind you. Isn't it ironic that there's two fucking references to little girl, little kid uh, type events dancing? Yeah. And obviously, he's using a sexual innuendo and a motherfucking R. Kelly song. If that shit ain't a 360 fucking production or thought process, then I don't know what. And but. the technical <laughs> definition of a majorette is a baton twirler whose twirling performance is often accompanied by dance movement or gymnastics. They are primarily associated with marching bands during parades. Okay. And I do think they are typically little ass well, I girls. Think, I with think it's fucking... popular with the young girls or whatever, but no. And that's the whole thing that, like they said in the documentary, he's a monster. And typically what monsters do is they hide in plain sight. And that's how you can get away with shit is you hide in plain sight. So wouldn't be surprised but... if that's what he meant. <laughs> Ah oh, God, yeah. Fuck so, but uh, but he did, yeah. but he made the love letter and number one hit back in 2010. That was the last album oh, he, I bought. He made a step in the name of love. <laughs> step, 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 step. Oh my goodness! And then the chocolate. Oh my goodness! Just you look at anything you see. This motherfucker is done. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if that ain't a way to fucking end the episode, I, I don't know what. But fuck I don't. It. I don't know what it is. So keep watching, man. <laughs> So, uh, Which, cool. No, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we can go into the actual show now. I do got to take a piss, though, real quick. I was, uh, I got my new mood. So, you know, that? I'm, I've been on my, on my pills. I got a bag full of vitamins that I fucking take now. Oh, and, shit. uh, you know, I'm on my Alpha Brain, which is by Onnit. And then I just, Wait, walked... have you really been buying that shit? It's expensive. Yeah, I've been taking Alpha Brain for like three years now, and I've been taking it consistently for like a year now. Oh. So it is like seventy five dollars for ninety pills, which ninety pills is about forty five days. So I spend about seventy five dollars every ninety days, I'll and then that, I'm trying their new stuff, New Mood, which is uh, formulated to help mood and relaxation, daily stress support with five HTP and L tryptophan. And um, I'm trying this for the first time. So, um, yeah, so that's why I was checking when uh, Skips brought in the stuff. I wanted to see, oh, did, did my shit come in? Yo, I don't know how you can do that, uh, fucking having them come in, because I got to, like, lock my shit up. I'm sitting in my little office area. Even though I can fucking hear them pounding on the damn door, like, I can't have them in front of me. That that would just shake me off too much. And, uh, yeah, that's why sometimes the episodes won't get done. If, yeah. If shit like that pops off. No, and that's the whole thing you saw when, like, the fucking show first started. Uh, I was having to stop because it was like Skips was in here doing something, and then Moms came in was asking me stuff, and it's like, doing a show. Yeah, I'm live. Yeah, I'm know. live. <laughs> Are you in the living room, though? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, because with uh, Mom staying here, um, you know, that's in the, all that's in the, my yeah. computer equipment was all in the office. 
um, but I moved all the computer stuff into the living room. And so that's the reason why, yeah, it's a different background because the one where it's all the pictures yeah. and all that, that's in the office. Yeah. But, um, oh, and actually, it's funny because, so yeah, this is this is my daily pill. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's yeah, how that's many pills cocktail. I take. That's a little buffet. Yo, and that's, again, like we were talking about the the health or whatever. This is part of the reason why I'm healthy again. I'm, I'm taking all kinds of calcium, magnesium, zinc, daily multivitamins, stuff for blood pressure, alpha brain, 5-HTP. Um, I'm good. I'm Gucci now. I need to do that, man. Apparently, I'm, I'm, a, real, I'm a real demon, if you can believe that or not. <laughs> I get in but, trouble uh, left, right, and center. Oh, uh, yeah. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably because you're racist. Yeah. Fuck your feelings, though. Yeah. What's up, man? You hear me?